I, I want to kind of like be a jag. Welcome everyone and pull up a seat at the table. It's lunchtime in Rome. Today's episode uh, 228 is entitled Adjusting. Imagine that you're the cool guy underclassman that all of the upperclassmen love and include in their world. Now imagine you find yourself an upperclassman and all of those friends are now gone. What's it like? We'll be talking about all that and more with me, Ethan Hurd, this <laughs> evening. Pull up a seat at the table and join us. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at youtube.com slash at lunchtime in Rome. Visit us at www.lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and it would be great if you gave, give us a five-star review. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12, 15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 minutes of the podcast. We talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12, 15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is. Lunchtime in Rome. That's how you do it, Joe and Bella. Sup. <laughs> That was great. Last week when Bella was like, let's yes. in Rome. Yeah, and we were like, what? hey, hey, what are you doing? And then she's like, well, I just died inside. <laughs> she was great. She was, but she didn't handle the beginning the way she wanted to. Mm. Hey, Mary Lynn is with us again at the table, and thanks so much yep. for sitting at the head of the table and being at the table tonight. Wow. Ashley, thank you for sitting at the head of the table. Kurt, Breaking 90, thank you for being at the head of the table. Nice. And uh, Ethan. Thank you for being here at the table tonight. So for me, it's great to be back. I've I've only yeah. missed Jay. three episodes ever, ever. Yeah, wow. yeah. And two were the last two weeks. Huh. The other one was Abby. I think. Well, yeah. I don't think there's another one. No, I don't either. Mm -hmm. I was thinking of how many have I've missed. Oh, well, you can't technically really. one or two. I think I've missed one because Ben ran it. Ben ran at one time, oh, I think. Right. Oh. Yeah. I've missed so many. <laughs> 226, I believe, is the total. Well, I've been on two of them. So. This is three? Oh, yeah. Ah, 225, then. Irregular. Hey, oh, yeah. math. Where's Ben? <laughs> we should do a breakdown at some point. I don't know if we can, though. It would take too much eh. research. Yeah. Hey, if yeah. you want to sit at the head of the table, you can go to lunchtimeinroom.com and then select... Uh, subscribe and become a paid subscriber and you too will sit at the head of the table or if you want to go through and listen to all of the podcasts and give us a tally of who's been <laughs> on the most you can sit at the head of the table for at least one month <laughs> but it is good to be back i'll do that competitive I'll yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're gonna have a race who will do it before mary lynn oh, uh, mine starts we're gonna have to get jack we're gonna have to get jackets made you know <laughs> Uh, like the, there we go. We should, Life we has a five time. This. It's really not that many. There's a there's a lot of people who've been on once. Really, all you have to do is figure out Amy Raymond. Yeah, Mary Lynn, mm -hmm. Duke and Lydia were on multiple times. Mm -hmm. uh, My Amy's been on a few. Joe? Couple. 
No, those are multiple guests. Like, so the, really, the only ranking comes for mm. people who are guest wow, hosts, for lack exciting. of a better term. Also, if you give us money, that gives you, yeah, like you know, every Extra time you give money, it's like another <laughs> another week at the uh, table. Marilyn's been on longer than us. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking ninety, Marilyn have been on here longer than both yeah. of oh. us. Three hundred episodes. So, so we were not here for two weeks. Two weeks ago, we weren't. I wasn't here. Because Rachel and I went away to Seven Springs for our, one of our little jaunts where we get away. And that was lovely. And then last week, we just weren't here because it was good to have <laughs> us not be here when our children are on. We thought they were a little more free to speak. Absolutely. But uh, I have two updates beyond that. Rachel and I were given a gift certificate to go to the High Hold restaurant. Saw that. Out by Moon. Yeah. And I'd been there to do a wedding where Ken Love gave me one of the greatest quotes of all time that I can't share on the podcast. <laughs> um, but I got, we had a charcuterie plate for mm. the first app. And first of all, it's, How was it's, it? it's like a castle. Hold on. It's like a castle. And we sit down. The and like, venue. Yeah. Not the charcuterie. Oh, I've been no. there. <laughs> yeah. And the guy that opens the door, it was like classic, like, I think he could be dead vampire kind of guy oh, the host and that's it's all fun. dark with the candles yeah. oh, and you there. know like he's kind of judging you and like Rachel's just assuming I brought my water no. bottle out of the car oh va- well first of all valet parking only well uh, <laughs> that's it's bougie now Rachel's just gone yeah. she's like I didn't have a chance to put my makeup on is it okay whatever else and then I get I'm like ah, and I get out of the car she's like why do you have your water bottle water bottle and I was like yeah oh, why crap. did you I just picked it up and took uh, it so then I had to run back to the valet guy throw it in get judged by the guy go into the main yeah, dining room nobody else there yet so it's just the two of us. And oh. I said to the host, oh, thanks for our private dining room. He was nonplussed. <laughs> <laughs> but Rachel's just so wonderfully awkward in those oh. situations. And, you know, I'm already, our waitress comes up and she has the smallest of little baby bumps. And I was like, I should totally not say anything about yep. that. Yep. <laughs> but so we ordered the charcuterie plate. And with all due respect, I will say uninspired. Oh, the two. Well, actually, it wasn't a charcuterie plate. Well, there was charcuterie, but then also a cheese plate. So you had to order both because oh. the charcuterie right. was just the meats, just meats, and accoutrement. Any any like jams and mm-hmm. so breads. there was like a bacony jam, a liver pate, which I'd never had a chicken liver pate before. We both it was lovely. Okay, really, there was a uh, guanciale lunch meat, if you will, a guanciale uh, cold cut that was a little dry, a little hammered. And then a lovely ham. I mean, you know, it wasn't a gabagol. I don't know. I mean. But then also a lamb lardone. Lamb lardo? I don't know. It was you not lost great. me on that Sounds one. like you're making fun of the lamb. And then on the cheeses, <laughs> my complaint is the two main cheeses were almost synonymous. Like one was supposed to be a little more this. The other one was a little more that. Mm. They were both like a cheddar blue cross. Mm. But it was fine. It was good. It was just, it wasn't like park and eighth or whatever. That sounds disappointing. But, you know, in the oh, there was a cranberry chutney that was really good. Oh, and the bread and butter pickles were to oh. die for. I don't even love bread and butter pickles. I like the, the, I like the I board that pickles. we got at... Uh, oh, that was fun. Park and Eighth or... That, eighth and Hayes. That, Eighth and Hayes and Hartwood Acres mm. in Worcester Pub. Sure, sure. Hartwood Restaurant in Worcester Pub. But then for my appetizer was the ostrich carpaccio. All right. Carpaccio is thinly sliced meat or hammered, flattened, typically served raw. Okay. And so this was ostrich. And it was barely seared on the outside, which from a food safety perspective kills any bacteria that would be there, which right. makes it easier to serve. So it's more a, like a steak? What do you mean? Well, like, because like steaks, you'll do that, but not like... Well, it's the same method as a steak, but... Yeah, right. Right. But, and it had this 
port reduction, crumbles of uh, hard-boiled egg, um, capers, and oh, these little capers. berries that were either berries or peppers. And I asked her, she goes, oh, those are teardrop peppers. And she walked away and I said, Rachel, she totally just made that up. That's not a thing. <laughs> I looked it up. It's a thing. It is. And it was one it of those is. things where if you put it all together, it was just unbelievable. And you're yeah. eating raw ostrich, basically. I mean, like the sear was, I mean, less than a millimeter. So the rest of it That's is just... That's weird for poultry. Rick would be right. happy. Oh, it was phenomenal. And then for dinner, I had an elk strip loin that, I mean... It was so good. Like, and it, it was a long pepper reduction with a cauliflower, cauliflower puree, which I didn't mm. eat. I do like a cauliflower. I do as well, but my brain kept going, hey, those are potatoes. Right. Uh. And then I was like, no, that's cauliflower. Mm. But uh, with roasted carrots, rutabaga, and <laughs> these uh, Brussels sprouts, I don't know what he did. Like, there was so much flavor in this little half sliver of a Brussels sprout. Mm. But back to the to the elk, it was charred to perfection, rare to medium rare in the middle, and it was just so clean. I mean, elk is clean by nature. Yeah. It was phenomenal. And then the, the funny part Have is, you had elk before? Huh? Have you had ostrich before? No. Where do you get ostrich? From an ostrich. I mean, I but like, where do you get that ostrich? Uh, a Are they here? Do they have them here? Sure. I'm like, I'm being like... Yeah, I'm sure there's a ostrich Besides farms. the zoo, you know? Yeah. I'm sure. Well, you could probably also get it from probably pay the zoo. Probably pay. Everybody zoo. has their price. <laughs> Every, hey, that's right. <laughs> Million dollar man. <laughs> but the funniest part is, it, it we're the whole time we're in my. I'm doing the math in my head for the because we had a two hundred dollar gift certificate, ah. and it came in at one hundred and sixty five bucks. And she goes, "I'm actually shocked. Yeah, ah. like that's not bad. Well, with one drink that Rachel had. <laughs> yeah." But I so she goes, but, but with like an app too, right? Like that's not bad. two apps really. Was, yeah, I mean an app you, and two. Yeah, because they don't include yeah. the cheese and the meat. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now they also have there what's called the chef's table, where you get a five course meal and you do all your dietary whatevers, and that's only one hundred and thirty five dollars a person. We didn't do that, but my point is, she said to me, I can't take the gratuity out of the balance of your gift card, so they'll mail you another gift card for the balance, and I went no. No, not coming back out. I'm real tinny right now. I'm going to say after you're done talking, to we'll do this. unplug you and plug you back yeah. in. So I said, nope, don't do that. I said, how many cheesecakes do I need to do to uh, round it up to 200 bucks? So um, anyhow, so it was great. And the other thing I wanted to update everybody on, and this is what I told Eric beforehand, the dumbest update I'll ever give. I may have a magic eternal deodorant. <sighs> yeah. I switched from my Dove Men's Care that we get yes. at Sam's Club. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I was actually, I think it might have been an Erie or whatever. And I was like, oh, I need deodorant. And they didn't have it. They only had the aluminum free, which was like $2.5 million. That <laughs> doesn't have any aluminum. No, no, no. Still stick. Oh, okay. I think I bought it over two months ago. I've since bought some online because I like it and I don't want the aluminum in my body, whatever. It doesn't go away. Huh. I've been using the same stick for like three months. Interesting. I normally would go through it's a stick it's a month. Dove? Yeah, it's Dove Men's Care. Well, you're not supposed to Bob put it on every day. Spray. Bro. Bob what? You're not. I know. I'm yeah. just saying I do or else. Well, sure. Yeah. But yeah, it just doesn't go away. It, you should use it three times a day. Um, <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> it's your age. I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> you, well, if I'm the stinky dad, nobody cares. Stinky guy in high school, <laughs> even if he's cool, can't be. The, and you're, not cool, to, you're not cool enough to be the stinky guy that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I use it at least twice a day. There you go. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we're so we're still going. I, I hate to be redundant, but like my update seems to be kind of the same. We're still going through it. Although we are, we got a new couch, which is fun. Wow. Um, and we're back. We got some new rugs, and uh, so we're just doing cow. some rearranging. We're doing. Wow. We've spent some time kind of making some updates. Um, it's almost outwardly symbolic of what you're like. It's like okay, it's a new start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, you know, Amy's been wanting to make updates and whatnot, and we've been wanting to, um, we've been wanting, actually, I do have a story. All right, here we go. I'm not going to say the guy's name. So. Chris. Yeah. We had, uh, a very large couch in our living room. She did. You guys were familiar. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to kind of downsize the living room into kind of. Basically, like two thirds living room, one third, maybe even more than that, m like Maggie's play area. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we took the TV off the wall, put it in a corner unit. We got one regular size couch, and we have one chair and ottoman up there, and that's that's it. Um, and this, this, so we needed to get rid of this couch, so we put it on Facebook Marketplace, which is the best and worst thing ever. Um, and you've experienced. The <sighs> best and the worst. The best and the worst. The phone was not the good part when you tried to sell the phone. It ended up okay, though. Oh. Yeah. But right. I got stood up a couple times. Sure. <clears throat> so this guy messages Amy, because Amy's doing, Amy's doing it, and uh, this guy messages Amy, and he's interested, and they're having their back and forth, and then Ethan, your dad, Brian, was thinking about buying it, and... Um, we were having a back and forth, and we land on this guy. And he's this this guy that I, he takes furniture and then resells it. Like he sure because we put on there like it's it's here's the dimensions, and we put in there that the the one side is broken and sits a little lower, but it's still usable. And like you can still sit in it. It's just part of it broke at one point, you know. And we priced it to sell. And guy comes out, looks at it, and he's like, okay. And he, he's like, how about, you know, you know, $10 less than... I was like, whatever, man. I was like, let's just... <laughs> he brought his... He had a truck, a pickup truck and a trailer. I was like, I just want to get this thing out of sure. here. So he gets it, you know, and he, he takes off and he leaves. And next day, he messages Amy. And, like, when you sell something and mark something is sold, like, all the history goes away. So he messages Amy. He finds Amy's profile and mm. messages Amy and said, hey, why did you give me two left-hand cushions on one of the on one of the part of the couch? And we're like, we don't know what you're talking about, man. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And and then when he talked, when he was describing it, I was like, ah, I do know, I do kind of know what he's talking about. When we got it, I was like, this pillow is weird. Like, it's just weird, but it works and it was fine. I've sat on it a hundred times. Yeah. I never yeah. said, seems weird. Right. <laughs> and so he's like, he was like, you guys hid it from me. He's like accusing oh. us of this. And we're, I'm, and, and Amy's like, I don't want to deal with this right now. I'm like, of course, like, this is the last thing we want to deal with right now. And we're, and we finally are like, all right, man, we'll give you your money back. Just bring it back. I don't care. And and because because we're making all kinds of points, like why would we disclose that it's broken? Like right on this one side, like literally, it's broken, and we didn't disclose that there's a pillow that's kind of weird. Like <laughs> like it was like one of those things, and like we're just having this back and forth, back and forth, mm. and uh, and here's what I think is what happened. I think somebody said, "Hey, buddy." 
you're overreacting. And you got a good price on this couch, and you should just sell it for more than you got it because you will. Like, because he was like, I'm out, you know, 300 bucks, you know, there's no way I'm going to, like, and we were like, nah, you'll be fine. Because, like, all of a sudden, he just stopped talking. He just stopped, like, communicating. Ah, so that's why you think he yeah, stopped talking, and we, and we because were, somebody said that to Yeah, because like, when he stopped, I was like, there's got to be somebody, like, and he's younger, and I was like, I don't know, like, maybe his mom was like, bro, like, this, no, nah, we're not, it's fine. You'll, you'll sell the couch. It'll be, I, there was, had to have been some voice of reason, because, like, it would just be too inconvenient to drive all, because he's, like, north of, like, east of, uh, or west of Butler. Like, the drive He'll is spend not, that much on the gas. And I was like, you could buy a new pillow, like to replace that one, right? If you wanted to, whatever. But it was just like it was one of those things, like, you know, we're trying to, you know, we're trying to, you know, redo the living room, and we're trying to, like, just do things, you know, and be productive, and kind of, you know, life is weird. Life moves on after death, and it just keeps on trucking. And like, I almost played the death card. Like, I almost, sure. I, I almost was like, bro, because I, because, and this was still Amy talking to me. I almost like messaged him myself. I'm like, dude. I just want you to know, my wife, her mom passed away a month ago. Now you got to deal with me. If you want to drive that couch back out here, that's perfectly fine. I'll that's give you so all your money. I want you. like I, th- I that's where that. that's where I almost was because I was like so fed up with just like nonsense. Like it it was just ridiculous. I'm like it, it was ridiculous. Anyway, so um, good for you. Yeah. Good so but the, we, we're loving the living room. It's looking good. I got some holes in the wall to patch, which I'm not looking forward to. Hang some pictures. Yeah, Amy. Amy. Amy said she was like, "I do have a mirror that we could put there," and I was like, "Done." Yeah, but still, hmm. I want to fix it. Oh, good. That's where the TV was. E train. Before we get started and going deep, how are things in general recently? What are you doing, your mic man? <laughs> uh, they've been pretty good. I mean, school's been. We've been doing midterms for the past week, Ugh, so that's, that's hard. It's been great. You got a cool car. I do have a cool car. I, I do love it. It's and great. you're off Friday and Monday. Yeah, we got a four-day weekend I'm really excited about. How do you get Friday off? Is it one of those like Act 80 days or whatever? Mm-hmm. In service End of days? the semester. Do they still call them Act 80 days? Which I never knew why I they believe they do. Yeah. Right. It's halfway through. Halfway through the school year. Mm. Yeah, that's wild. I feel like it just started like a week ago. So do your parents. <laughs> 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 and well, we'll talk more about that later. But junior year's a tough year, just in that nothing's new, nothing's almost over. Yeah, you're just there. I do feel like there was incredible pressure. We took we kind of touched on this last week with Bella of like they always say like junior year is so important. You're so it important. Is. Yeah, it's where it you're is. gonna make all the decisions for the that are gonna matter for the rest of your life. <laughs> and then when you get older, it's like, nah, it did, really didn't. I mean, for some people, like the learned people, it does. But like for me, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, next year might be the biggest year. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> Still, probably not though. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've just, I just, I just don't think it is as like important as people say. Like it's important for sure because it's the last year that colleges take grades from. Right, but I mean, I'm just I'm just doing doing what I do. I'm just going through it. Are you taking like full schedule? Yeah. Or okay. Yeah. As yeah. compared to what? Well, I mean, some people might like might take an extra study hall or whatever their junior year, but then have to work harder in their senior year. You know, I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. Mary Lynn, what's new? I don't know, man. I have so much to say just based on the past five minutes. Wow. What about you? What's no. going on in your yeah. world? You've been a lot. To, well, because you've been to Ireland since you were on last? Yeah. Ireland. I do want to hear about Ireland. That was so cool. 
The people were so nice. It was just a few months ago, Michael's friends had been there. Mm-hmm. And he was single. I don't know if you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, he kind of wears that on his sleeve. <laughs> and he said, "Well, do we want to go?" And I've I wanted to go to Europe until he had his phone stolen mm-hmm. in London. When he was in London, yeah. And so we're like, sure. And then, and we talked about December airfare was really cheap. <laughs> it happens every time. <laughs> and so we went in December. It was. I hear it's beautiful that time of year. It is. See. And I didn't know it's warmer than here. Hmm. Gulf Stream or something? Nobody knows. But what, gets, what was the weather like when you were there? Volcanoes. Oh, like <laughs> mid 40s, 50s. Okay. So Flowers similar. are still alive. Yeah. Flowers, oh, really? Like, oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I've always wanted to go somewhere like near there. Like you know what was nice was they spoke English. Yeah. Like rather than going somewhere where you're talking to Google Translator, right? Yeah. So, so that part was nice. But and I love was it your second day there that you guys toured the factories? Yes, which I could have cared less. That's what I'm saying. Like it's such a great catch twenty two. What factories? Jameson and Guinness. Oh yeah. So imagine. there was no Pinot Grigio factory in Ireland. <laughs> General big guy going to the JMO factory. Yeah. I mean the the, the first one was JMO and the. The presentation was magnificent. The li- it was theater, Ethan. You would the lights, the this. It was sick. It was like these modern museums. And then you get to the last room, which is the tasting room, which I want no parts of. No. And there was one seat in the center. Like there were ten seats in the center table with three different flavors. And then everybody else stood around. And he goes, Miss. You sit down. I was like, no, I don't want to. It's like the world's worst, like interactive it was a show. Right? You're like it. Uh... And I said, can't my husband sit down? And he told me some story about honeymooners, and and the husband took the seat, and that was like it for the marriage. And I was like, oh right, I'll sit here. So it wasn't your favorite day. Oh, it was lovely. No, it was. And then you went to the Moors or the Bluffs or whatever. Oh my gosh, the Cliffs of Moor. Ah, I was close. It's kind of like the Niagara Falls Grand Canyon. Yeah. All right. Only the day we got there, it was raining and windy and blustery, and I was like W with this poncho going all over. Because Michael was like, Mom, I want to go to that castle up at the top. He goes, big guy, he goes, I know Mom will come with me. She's competitive. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, I don't think you could make it there. She's already halfway at that point. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, right now I'm immersed in uh, Presley Ridge and uh, Riverview Musical. and uh, Back to the grind. Back to the grind. And uh, loving almost every minute of it. It's a bit much, but... I mean, every day is a gift. Every day is a blessing. You got that right. And yet our mother was accurate in saying, "Mm, just get through it. (sighs) It's a lot. She's. We have wind chimes. We mm-hmm. we only got one set. We didn't get like seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. But when I hear them chiming, I hear her saying, "Sit down." And Bob said, when I got my fifth profile, I said, "It's Mom's way of forcing me to sit down." Because mm. she does child profiles. It's for kids in the foster care system, and uh, it's just all at. It was like we got through Christmas, New Year's, and now it's like boom. It's crazy. I mean, like, do you realize the holidays are over? 
like it was just the other day, Halloween. Yeah. Now, that's crazy. Fast forward to Valentine's Day, Easter. Well, it's It'll be funny. Christmas again before we know it. <laughs> it's funny, Ethan, because I was just talking to some kids today at Riverview who are juniors about colleges that want them and this and that and made me think of you. Yeah. Like your boy from the golf team. I just talked to him. I said, how many times a year do you golf at Oakmont? He goes, just once. Ah, that's all. Uh, that's all. Well, it is before Barter. you know it, sunrise, sunset, it's another year. And all of a sudden, we go through big adjustments in life. I mean, from being in high school to college, college this, but even within our little cycles of life. Even like me right now, I have adult children. What, what the hell's up with that? At home. Sort of. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but Ethan has had to go from being like every year there's like the star freshman that he's so cool or she's so cool because Bella was that person that the upperclassmen like them. Like that never happens except for like once a year. And Ethan was mm-hmm. that guy. I all of your guy. friends, especially your freshman year. Yeah. They were all upperclassmen. And now it sounds so funny. Now they're all gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like with mom at the end, it was like, all oh, her friends are gone, but they were really gone. Yours <laughs> just moved on in life. Yeah. yeah and so we wanted to have Ethan to just check in, see how he's doing. But really in that perspective, because I think a lot of parents will just be like, ah, whatever. But like, it's a big deal to go mm-hmm. from that. So how was it specifically? How great was it to be that freshman? And did it go to your head? It was amazing, actually. So yes, it did. Mm. It did go to your head. <laughs> no, he didn't say, he didn't say I was amazing. <laughs> a little bit. Do you know what? Thank you for being honest. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, there, was this, there was this one guy in particular, my freshman year. His, uh, should I say his name? Yeah. Okay. Wait, is it a good story? Yeah. It's Oh, then sure. Bailey Smith, he was ah, just Bailey. incredible to me, and like my first real senior friend. Well, he was a junior, but first real upperclassman friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he like he took me under his wing in uh, theater, and just he mentored me. He was he was my friend. It, he he was amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, and he is a cool kid. He is like awesome. he's fun to hang out with. Yeah. Do you still keep in touch with him? Sometimes, yeah. Okay, cool. He's at Slope. Where is he? Starts with a W. I can't remember what it is. All right. West Virginia University. No. (laughs) No. Anyhow. William and Mary? No. No. All right. Waynesburg. As it is. So it was awesome? Yeah, it was really cool. And the second half of the question was, did it go to your head? No, I don't think it did. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. That's okay. But it it was just great to have all those people in my life. Well, and it feels good. Like, it feels good. Like, I know it would go to my head a little bit. Sure. You know, and it did. Like, there were some upperclassmen that took a couple of us under their wing, you know, when I was in band and whatnot. And it does make you feel good because, like, it makes you feel like I have a high sense of, I have a high need of belonging. Mm. So, like, I got mm-hmm. that, like, oh, okay. Now, I, I, this is where I belong. I know I keep sounding like a broken record, but especially after fifth grade, then that, that just shot up. Mm-hmm. And so, I was very grateful to have those people that didn't judge me for how I looked and, like... Which was like really upset. So fifth grade being a low point. Yeah. Because not everybody saw the first time you were on. Yeah. Fifth grade, just to recap, worst year of my life. Um, oh, I'm I sorry. got bullied every day. I had to switch classes. Mm. And the nurses every day from migraines. Yeah. Isn't, <sighs> it, isn't it amazing when we sit here and look at him now and you're like, wow, that long ago? That was six years. Six years. Like to Which, me, to think of him as a fifth grader, I'm like, well, right. a long time ago. Like, yeah. no, it was half of, not even half of his life ago. Right. Like, it's still real. Like, for someone to say, for Ethan to sit here and go, fifth grade, worst year of my life. I'm like, oh, okay, but that's when you were a kid. Right. Like, yeah. 
six years ago. <laughs> right. Right. Like it's still fresh. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fresh for a long time. Sure will. Just like C's and trigonometry. Sorry, P. Oh, okay. Just... Uh, nope, nope. So, <laughs> Mary Little will be back in a half hour. Um, so then... Now, how is the cranberry apple casserole? <laughs> how was the transition from freshman to sophomore and then from sophomore to here as far as losing friends, making friends? Because the one mistake I think you didn't make is you didn't alienate people in your grade. Or do you think you did? I, I don't think I did. I just didn't really feel like I belonged with any of them. Okay, but they're still in your grade now, though. Yeah, and I, I talk to them more because, like, those guys are gone. <laughs> so I was like, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm i friends with, uh, like, Cam, Hunter, all that. Mm-hmm. And you've always been friends with those guys. Yeah. What about in the, so how was it from freshman to sophomore and sophomore to junior year? As more and more of the upperclassmen are gone. Freshman and sophomore was pretty easy because there was just, like, pretty much one senior that I was friends with. Mm. Everyone else was juniors. Um, but Bailey at the beginning of the year, he got, yep. Yep. And then I didn't see him for a while, but everyone else was juniors and then there were seniors and then I spent like all my time with everyone. Like so that. last year was a, was a great year. And then how was the transition to this year? Yeah. Honestly, easier than I thought it would be. Well, well that's it's good. How come? Cause some stuff went down and I was, <laughs> I wasn't, let's say I wasn't. Uh, give so us st- categories of what stuff is. You don't have to give us specifics, but what do you mean by stuff went down? Drama. You, okay. So uh, drama within friend groups. Yeah. And uh, relationships. With the seniors who graduated last yes. year? Got it. Yeah. So it made you miss them less. Yeah. Because you made it to me. I took it as something happened this year. No, no. Mm. No, just like over the summer. Mm, sure. So it made the made the the void less great. Yeah, and I also got uh, other friends who also happen to be seniors this year. And uh, you can just keep trading in them as seniors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but you're turning into being a leader. You're you're one of the ones people are looking up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think they do? I think some of them I do. do. Yeah. Especially in our town, I think some people might have been like, I don't know. I hope they do. Well, they they should, and you should. I mean, in my world, it's it's a missed opportunity if you don't reach out to them and take care of them, just like Bailey took care of you. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to do. I found a few freshmen, and i've 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 tried to I've tried to like talk to them mm-hmm. and just like stay friends with them, so they don't feel like they're alone in the freshman. like loser freshmen. Yeah, right. Yeah, pretty much. Shout are any of them as cool as you were? No. <laughs> are any of them as humble as you aren't? <laughs> Didn't go to his head, everybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> One thing, this has nothing to do with you, except I'm telling you what to do. But it was something I used to tell guys in volleyball when I was still on Young Life staff. It's take, you can be more aggressive in leadership than you think, especially as old as you are, mm. and especially the fact that you drive a car. <laughs> because you can mm. just be like, hey, uh, Friday evening, I'm going to pick you up at eight. Yeah. And, and they may say, like, for what? And you go, oh, it doesn't. Or I'll drive you home from practice on Friday. Oh, really? Why? Well, you start. Like, you know, okay. Yeah, like, oh, all right. Mm-hmm. And it's only once not worked, which was, and I won't say who it was, but it was a volleyball player. And bless his heart, he was, we're warming up. And I could see him thinking about it. And he said to a freshman, and he was like, hey, what are you doing Monday night? And he was like, staying away from you, freak. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I like a spunk in that kid. <laughs> that's it almost never happens like that. Yeah. It did, though. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, actually, one of the, there, there's this other freshman, and I'm I'm we're friends, and she she actually was like, yeah, could so, something happen? So would you be able to like she? Yeah, not mm. like ah. Uh. She she was like, would you be able to like drive me to practice and mm-hmm. stuff? Until you do, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you're that guy. I am that guy. Be a gentleman. And so things have stabilized overall, you think? Like, okay, I got my role. I feel good about this. Yeah, I think so. Do you look for... How How is your relationship with your grade-level peers? Besides, I think pretty good. In, especially specifically to theater. I think good. Obviously, me and Zach have, like, friendly competition. Sure. Stuff like that. But, like, we're, t- like, two completely different actors... Right. ...who get cast for completely different roles. So it's, like, really no competition. Right. We, we just have fun jive or like poke fun at each other mm-hmm. and tell me about the boys as far as like hunter and cam and cam actually Nick. moved the plum cam switched schools the plum he's staying so you're not it? friends with him anymore oh absolutely not <laughs> good <laughs> no but hunter's in my physics he sits next to me so we, we talk every morning um nick is still my best friend uh we're in this friend group with like me him, two of our other friends so that's been great. How I, often do you see those guys outside of school? Fairly often. We got together for New Year's. Oh, okay. So that was cool. Because it is... So one of the things that's, I think, not confusing, but like if you think about the high school world, you know, in the 50s, 60s, 70s, maybe even through my days, there was the cool kids, there were the jocks, and then there were the nerds, and maybe there were the burnouts. You know, that was it. Mm-hmm. Where those are the social stratifications of the social levels in a school. Well, through the 90s and certainly up to today, there's a million different mm-hmm. social subsets within a school. And so you can be, you, you know, you're one of the big guys in theater, one of the big guys in music, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, does anyone on the basketball team know your name? Maybe, no. maybe not. <laughs> you know, like they don't even know they go to the same school. Actually, yeah. A couple. Yeah, a couple. But, the, but my point in that is saying is those friends are all outside of mm-hmm the theater circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so do you find that's a good balance or you never even think about it? Like you don't yeah. want to have all your friends in one circle. Yeah. Cause then right. if like something happens then we all, it's all, it all gets awkward. Well, different schools I think are different because working with Riverview, 80 mm-hmm. some kids in a senior class, everybody does everything. Mm. So there's one kid who does basketball, musical and model UN. Like they all do it all. Hmm. There's a kid like, like that. Go ahead. There's a kid like that here too. He, yeah, he plays football, wrestling, theater, um, volleyball, volleyball. He I think anymore that. that's just the way it is, you know. And yeah. do you know how many people are in your class? Mm. No, What's I know I'm, I'm. I know I'm 13th though, 13th rank. Okay, so if we graduated right now, I'd be valedictorian. All right. <laughs> wow. I think Bella was like 250 was in her class. Yeah, Jeez. we were like. Four fifty, five hundred. Here we go. Hold on. Yeah. I was five ninety two. Yeah, not I was. Our class was right. five ninety two, and Mary Lynn, yours was twelve hundred fifty eight. Yeah, in her grade. That's how many people. What year? Seventy eight. Yeah, it's my parents pol- graduated in sixty nine, and it was like polite. it was like fourteen hundred. Like it was it was crazy. Jeez. That's how yeah. many people are at my school currently. So you didn't like, know that about Penn Hills? What? That there were that many back then? No. Dude, think about the hallways, like in between classes. Well, there, you, had, you had to be on the right side of the yeah. hallway. And if you, but, dude, if you drop something, it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's gone forever. Like, <laughs> there well, that were the was also upstairs. Like the smaller, that was also the smaller building too. Yeah, 
Yeah. Not I either. thought you were going to say people back then were smaller. <laughs> <laughs> they hadn't evolved as far. Yeah. yeah. But so did you that know too. that the high school was just 11th and 12th grade? I think my dad might have mentioned it, but. And then Linton was 9, 10. Hmm. And then there were two junior highs that were seven and eight. Huh. And hmm. six elementary schools oh, back in your day. Ton. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like Washington, Dival. William we, Penn, Forbes, Shenandoah. I don't know. What William Penn, t- William McKinley. There's a ton. Thad Stevens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back there. Washington. But there were more skills. kids in my senior right. class at Penn Hills than in my freshman class at Duquesne University. That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> And so, like, some kids would come from high school and think they were all that, Mm. and then they get to college and get squashed. Yeah. Where I already went to college thinking I was a nobody. Right, yeah. (laughs) I'm already nobody. I'll just be nobody somebody or somewhere else. I would just be nobody in a smaller uh, place. You're like, I'm a small fish in a small pond now. God, who cares? (laughs) So as you look forward, like, you feel like when you walk into school, it's completely your environment. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're completely comfortable. Like I don't, I don't have any beef with anybody. Sure. Like I, I I've counted. Yeah, how gone. many people I say hi to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've counted how many people I say hi to in between classes, and I think the most I got was like twenty three. That's not bad. I was gonna say, are you saying that's a lot or not a lot? Just like. Just like friends, just I see in the hallway. Right, but I'm saying you're saying that's a good thing, or yeah, you wish there yeah. were more. L- that's a, I think that's twenty three seems like a good amount. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Oh, Rachel would hate that. I was gonna say that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like ev- like every five seconds. Like, oh, what's up? So let me ask you this question, and this is selfish and only for those in the know. There is a completely different administration this year. Mm-hmm. All the principals are gone from last year, pretty much. Head principal gone from last year. How's that transition been? I feel like it's the same school, if I'm being honest. Sure. It feels the same. Not I, a lot of change yet. Yeah, You're pretty low been. maintenance, though. Yeah. You're pretty laid back. Yeah, so. I haven't really felt any change or anything. Seen well, and you're not one that needs discipline. Right. From Or attention. Right, from those leadership people yeah. in school. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool with uh, the head of the Yes staff. And what that is? His name's Larry. No. Yes. Oh, what is Yes staff? Oh, yes, Steph. Um, Stands for? Youth. Is that two words? Youth Empowerment word? Specialists. Specialists. Yes. Yeah. my field. It's also your company. I wondered, yeah. Yeah, Presley Rich. And so what do they do? They just like keep kids in line or try to. They're try to be positive. Therape- therapeutic security guards. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Mm. Even yeah. though they would not say that. No. <laughs> <laughs> and they like check bags and everything at the front in the morning. But oh, so it's like a different type of security. Yeah. Than what it used to be. Student management. Teacher counselors probably is what they... I mean... Right, but what's their role? Their role is student engagement. Yeah, in a positive manner. And not punitive. Yes. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Not to be confused with uh, Safe Schools, which is a different program. All right. Where okay. I once saw a fight break out. And I was safe like, well, that's ironic. Safe, safe spaces. spaces. I'm sorry. Yeah. Safe spaces. <laughs> Unsafe spaces. And a fight broke out. I was like, well, that's not at all. <laughs> it's not a clever name at all. Not at all. So let me ask you this, Ethan, in regards to school and stuff like that. Yeah. Penn Hills, when I, once again, back in my day. Back in my day. And in Mary Lynn's day, you had three tracks. Mm-hmm. You had academic, you had general, and then you had vocational. And 
pretty soon you got into your track. And so, yeah, were there bad kids in our day? Sure. Were you in any classes with them? No, outside of gym class, you know, and Penn Hills is still sort of that way. How do you get a lot? I mean, do you interact with, you know, people talk about all the fights, mm. which there's still a lot of fights. How has it been since Christmas? I haven't really seen any, actually. My favorite story is there were nine fights during, uh, not what's it called? Peace week. Yeah. <laughs> nine <laughs> fights. Yeah. <laughs> Try nine fights a day. Really? During that week? There was something like that. There was one day where there were like six fights in a day. It was crazy. Yeah. Three were teachers against <laughs> other teachers. It was just, it was crazy. But what is it like in a day in the life, a day in the life of a Penn Hills high school student for you from your perspective? Because it, Penn Hills gets a bad, a bad rap. Yeah. But I think you can still sometimes coexist inside of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, when I get there, I just go in, uh, get breakfast because like chicken biscuits. Mm. Oh, they're delicious. I love them. Only reason I go to school, actually. <laughs> um, Making your parents proud, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I get breakfast. I go to class. Uh, either it's a double period or it's just one and then a study hall because I have uh, honors physics. So I go to class, do that. No idea what we're learning, by the way. I just Why? Kinda, I In honors physics, you don't know what you're learning? Yeah. And what did you get last nine weeks? Like, like grade? Yeah. An A. All right. That's yeah. not a great... <laughs> There's a lot of physics that's common sense. Yeah. Like, like, it's not that I don't know what we're doing. It's just I don't really know how to, like, write it down. Like if 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 she was like helping me with something or like just like there and I could just like oh and then write this and she's like yeah then then I could do it easily but if it's just me I like I forget steps hmm. so but after that I go to English took that midterm today wrote a whole essay in thirty minutes at a boy yep I hate midterms and then after that I get lunch at nine forty five so <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> Sure, but you've been up since 6.30. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then I get lunch, and then I usually go to the choir room because she has a uh, musical theater class, and I wasn't able to do that since I had lunch that period. So I just go in there, see, the, see what they're learning, talk to people. So what I'm saying is, would you say that the school is broken down by, can you talk about the fights? And people think like that's what school's like. Yeah. But it's not like you're ever near, like no one's trying to fight Ethan. No, no one's trying to fight me. Then I think that is the subset of the school. Like the ones who are there to fight, who fight, yeah. who cause the problems. And then what? Two thirds, three fourths, four fifths of the school is a normal school going about their business. Yeah. There's just this loud yeah. um, subset that is that literally gets, you know. Well, they get all the attention. I think there's been one. Yeah, sure, it gets attention. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think there's been one fight that I was actually friends with the person who was fighting. And that's it. And that was Mr. Holler. Yep. <laughs> Rest his soul. <laughs> no, he would have won that fight. He'd just, be, he'd just be fired. So what are you looking forward to in the next year from a, you know, you're finishing out and you say, it's just like, oh, I've got it all under control. When you look forward, does it bring you more peace, more anxiety or excitement? Or like, what's your emotions like looking at the near future? So meaning the rest of the school year mm-hmm. and then next year. Uh, I think I'm apprehensive about it. Not, not quite all of it, like like the near future. Because okay. uh, I got to get my one grade up because it's not looking too hot. But other than that, it's pretty easy. I just keep doing what I'm doing, and I'm good. Uh, my grades are good. I have all straight A's except that one class. 
mm. which should be the easiest class because it's neither an honors or AP class, mm. but it's all online, and I hate it oh. so oh. much. That makes it so much harder, dude. Yeah, I get it. It's the yeah. worst, and it's my history class, and I love history. Why are you yeah. taking an online history class? Because <laughs> like that, that's just how he runs the class. What? Yeah, he, he just has it all on Canvas, and he puts the assignments on there. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. So it's an in-person class. On the computer. Yeah. Makes nothing but sense, doesn't it? <laughs> There's a guy that said, I don't have to teach very much since we're in COVID. And then COVID ended, and he was like, I still don't have to teach very much. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm just going to redo these lessons. I'm still stuck on how you said Ethan has it all figured out. And I was <laughs> like... That's I'd a, like to have it all figured uh, out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you kind well, you didn't, but a lot of, you know, a lot of people think they have it figured out oh, God. when you're young. <laughs> Matthew's had it figured out since he was five. No, one hour. He's only had it figured out for one hour? Since he was one hour Oh, one hour old, old he had it all figured out. Yeah. Her oldest. Mm. No, for real. What are you looking forward to more? Like being senior or moving on to Ooh. after oh, high school, college? Because like so you're you you have another because you're you're in musical this year you got a big part, mm-hmm. but senior year you you'll probably get another big part maybe maybe the lead you know that depends on how he does this year right yeah. we'll, we'll be fine we'll see how it goes I'm hoping they pick a good musical because I cannot do Shrek or something like Shrek again no, well you're well, not gonna won't. do Shrek I'm hoping sure. either Les Mis or Phantom of the Opera oh Les Mis is a stretch I'm do Les Mis so bad what do you mean it's a stretch you need a lot of guys a yeah. lot of good guys and it's all singing. Ben, however, it's I my was worst like, nightmare. I was like, "Hey Ben, <laughs> we should we should do either Les Mis or Phantom of the Opera." And he was like, "No joke, that is what I'm thinking about next year." Good for you. So good yeah. for you. I'm I could see you being the Phantom. Phantom yeah. would be cool. I could yeah. see. Yeah, Phantom I, would be cool. I would rather do Phantom. You know, when I saw that at the Royal Pantages Theater in Toronto, I actually have. So have I. Well, you talk. You were talking all prestigious, and I was like, okay, "Yeah, I did show too." <laughs> My family dragged Tra-la-la. me there. Uh, I, went as, I went as a chaperone. You yeah, actually went as the president of the United States. You know, I remember walking I out, going, "That romantic kiss wasn't that romantic." And they're like, "What are you talking about? It's the most romantic kiss ever." I'm like, "It's a pity kiss." Anyhow, right. so you're Ethan. looking forward to that? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the musical for sure. Versus moving on to college. I'm looking forward to college. Because they both have like their their positives and negatives. Sure. Like the positives of senior years, it's my last year of high school. I get out earlier in the day. Oh, early out. Yeah. That's but my bad. point is, so you're you're not you're not wanting to get through your senior year. You want to enjoy it. You're looking forward to it. You're yeah. not looking to you're not looking to like get through it to get to college. Right. Right. That's yeah. cool. I love it. Yeah. I just I just want to just want to go through it, do whatever I have to do, do whatever I want to do. Do you know where you want to go? Um, I was thinking either Dickinson or Annapolis. This is a microphone. <laughs> Dickerson is in what? Or Annapolis. All right. What happened to you uh, last year? RIT. Uh, I, RIT. I switched my major that yeah. I wanted to do. Instead of film, I want, I want to do law because I feel like it's more reliable. Mm. Well, you know. <laughs> Could be. There's always going to be both. Yeah. yeah. It's always going to be films. Well, you can also you can do minor. Yeah. And um, Dickinson... I, I want to kind of like be a JAG in the military, like a judge advocate general. It's like, it's like it's a, a good clarification. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I knew what he <laughs> meant, well but like, you know, JAG. when you say like, I want to be a JAG, you're like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> you're already on your way, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, that, and I wanted to do it for the Marines because no one in my family's ever been in the Marines. That's the only branch of the uh, military that my family's not been in. Hmm. 
So I, I kind of want to like get in there. Um, and I found out that Dickinson's ROTC because I my parents don't want me to enlist because worse pay, worse uh, like stuff. I might like that. know someone who. <laughs> and I found gives out away I found out Dickinson's ROTC is only Army. So uh, well. <laughs> it settles that. Dickinson is beautiful, though. Don't get me wrong. If if I don't where is Dickinson? Carlisle. Okay. Yeah. If I don't get accepted to Annapolis, I'm I want Dickinson's my second choice. You want the Naval Academy? Yeah, because I want to join the Marines. So and that's that's like my way in. You know right. what I mean? And like I, I want to be like the lawyer for the Marines. And you know they get accepted early. Like you can get accepted next summer. Yeah, I can yeah. start. Do you still need a letter from like yeah. the senator oh, yeah. and you all that need kind an of appointment. stuff? Yeah, I need. I can start filling out my application one uh, in March. When yeah, I turn seventeen. Don't you have to have a sport? I have hockey. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's Good. right. You do play hockey. I do. We talked about that. Yeah. You've been playing more. I have. Yeah. Every. What Friday. was it like facing off against your dad? Did you hear about that, Marilyn? Oh, oh. man. Because Ethan plays in the big boy league oh, now. I do play in the big boy league. And so he was goalie at one end, and Go the ahead, old my man. Anxieties. That's great. Go the ahead. old man was at the other end. It was fun. I, I I just love playing hockey in general. Have you only done that once with him? Have you, only, have you only played against each other once? That mm, that was either the second or third time. Okay, gotcha. But Good we got you. we got rocked. Obviously, like my team got demolished. Didn't go to ten goals though. Did not go to ten goals though. I held it at ten nine. Run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stayed at nine. Yeah. Was it? But how was it like facing off against your dad? I mean, is that? It was. It was cool. I, I like staring him down. So. <laughs> I'm sure he's totally intimidated. Yeah, very much. Not so. What's it like playing against like old? Because like I mean, it's your dad, so obviously he's older. But like all those guys are older, so yeah. you know what's what's that like? It's I like it way better than playing like at Riverview and Murraysville. Sure. Yeah. Oh, in in like the deck hockey. Yeah. Because it's way better competition. Yeah. They actually know how to like play. Okay. Usually they don't get mad at each other for stupid reasons. They actually like check to make sure if they're okay. Yeah, that's fun when they do. They don't have an ego, <laughs> most of them. <laughs> yeah, um, that's. I think isn't that hockey players in general? What are they more humble by nature? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not at my age, no. Well, no, they're very egotistical. But like everyone that I play with up there, ninety percent of them are like they're good sports. Like they they score on me and they were like, yeah, nice shot or nice try, man. You did well. Yeah. well like, I just say that because I worked a volunteer event for Presley Ridge, mm -hmm. and they had all these like celebrity people come in, mm -hmm. and the hawk like Dan Bilesmo was there. Oh, he cool. was my favorite out of all of them. Like they had football people, that, and the hockey guys were the most down to earth. Yeah, yeah, I, I would imagine that because like they're hockey. It's it's they understand that like it's just a sport. Yeah. Going through life, having been raised in a family that is uh, represented so much at the table, do you notice your ability to emotionally respond to people and or your friends or classmates or people in your world's inability to do so? Like, whereas if somebody's, does that make sense to you? Like, can I tell that they can't do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I get so frustrated by it. Cause like some of my friends, um, they'll be like, Oh yeah, uh, my dog just died, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And they're like, it's whatever. But they're but they're down. obviously like crying about it. Right. They're like it's whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not whatever. Your dog died. Be sad about it. Right. <laughs> be sad. Be, be sad. sad. I need you to be sad. <laughs> like, 
It's so fresh. Well, and that that is something. Well, and that's something in in with, with that age. Like nobody wants to admit that like anybody's like hurting so inside. Dumb. You know. So dumb. It, yeah, it's like yeah. But I also get it. I remember being yeah. that age and. You know, everything's kind of awkward and you don't want to let your guard down because, you know, what's that going to mean tomorrow at school? You know, if everybody right. knows that, you know, I cried because my dog died. But yeah. it would be a better world if we all right. if we all live that way. If we were just open and honest about what we were feeling. Yeah. And then people would actually join us. Yeah. yeah. Well, come on. <laughs> Do you find there's a difference between your friend groups? So, like, I would think theater people would be much more dramatic about what they're going through. Whereas mm. your boys are like... It's whatever. Mm. Well, Nick and uh, the other guy in our friend group—they're—they're they're both like—they're both like cool, and they—they they sometimes like when when they're like really going through stuff, they like talk about it. They—they they don't just like bottle it up. I think but theater people just want to tell you in a song for like ten minutes, like <laughs> they just want to sing about it, and <laughs> it's I can I can only name one person that's actually like that. Everyone else is like. Yeah, they they can be a lot sometimes. Yeah, but they don't yeah. they don't go around like crying about it in school for attention. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking person. not so much dramatic as they're more they get the emotion of it. I would agree. With, I would I would not agree with that, but I'm, that makes sense to me. That because they have to tap into emotions, right? When you act, mm-hmm. therefore you know where the emotions are. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that oh, too. And or they have the personality where they can get up on stage and. So they just get emotions. Yeah. Like they, they become more emotional yeah. if they act. Yeah. Or, or, I or they that. just like tune into emotions more than like I'm not a I was in theater for four years, but I don't know that I'm a dramatic person and my you know what I mean? Yeah. So No, that is a stereotype and you're saying it's not necessarily consistent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I agree with that. Like, like I said, there's a, there's only like a few people that actually are like, oh my gosh, please stop. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but those, but people like that, you know, it's to me, why are they that way? Because they have a huge need. Yeah. Whether it be attention, whether it be comfort, and it's not being met. Yeah. And like, and I, I feel bad because like I want to like help them, mm-hmm. but it's just every single day, all day. Right. If there's a raging inferno and you just have one mouthful of spit. Right. Eh, it's only going to put out so much of the fire. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is interesting. So then do you not even try? And the, I mean, the answer is that's a lot. What a lot of us, not just a high school student you face, like those people that have that insane need for whatever that you can't meet their <sighs> need. Yeah. And you like, know, like, like that, that one person that I, that I, uh, that I'm talking about, like I try. Sure. And like everybody does comfort oh. them. Oh. But it just gets to this point where I'm like, yeah, I'm really sorry, but please stop telling me about it. Sometimes you're just done. Yeah. Well, and now this is interesting, and I'd like for you to try this and report back to us. We've talked before about boundaries and borders. Mm. He saluted me, by the way. He's well on his way. Right. <laughs> He's <laughs> in the Marines start. already. <laughs> but with somebody so like that, that is just you know, like, oh, this is my today's tra- you know, drama, tragedy, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you put up a uh, boundary. And you say, hey, listen, I got five more minutes, and I really want to hear about this, but after five minutes. I've heard you talking about this right. before at church, yeah. Have you tried it, though? No, I haven't tried it. I and want then, to, Just but for everybody else, then the, then the border is, at the five-minute mark, you say, hey, all right, I got to go, but I'm going to be praying for you. I'll be talking about it. And then you leave it. Right. So that they know, but they really have you, but only for this time. I want to try that so bad, but I feel so bad. But why? you know what? Wait, wait. It's, why do you feel you... bad? Because <coughs> like I don't want to cut them off in the middle of them pouring acceptance. their heart out. Do you have any of acceptance? Yeah, yeah. 
But I see, get it. But see, then if I get so, it. the alternative is you avoid them all together. Well, uh, so then that makes it more about you than about them. Yep. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> hey, hey, I get it. I, I'm not saying it's mean. good, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will try that. I will try that. Ethan, say what you mean and mean what you say. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you say, I've only got two minutes, if you know the person, you have to say, I've only got two minutes knowing it's going to be four minutes. No, no. <laughs> no, that's no. the boundary. That's the point. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the border. Well, right. We never know which is which. But right. no, you then bail. Or you know what yeah. I mean? Like, But then at the end, you say, I got to go. Mm-hmm. But... I want to go back to that point because I, I stumbled into something there. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I, re- that w- I would feel bad cutting them off. Mm. Right. Yeah. So instead, I don't engage with them at all. Right. Yeah, that is... I do, I do want to like... Right, but I mean, I get that, and you totally... I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I don't want to... You're like, I'll feel much less guilty walking past them yeah. than I would engaging oh. with them and walking away from them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And your point is, it's a high need for acceptance. You don't have a need for attention, so they don't care if I talk to them or not. Right, and and even with my high need of acceptance... And for those who are new, yeah, that is being loved even though you've made a mistake. Right. Or hurt somebody. And that's the thing. I know I'm not making a mistake. If I know I'm not right doing something. No, no, no. Oh. If I do that, I, I got five minutes for you. Mm-hmm. Right. I know it's not a mistake. It's not, I'm doing, I'm, it's not that I'm doing anything wrong. It's just that I do need to move on with my day, yeah. but I still don't want to upset them because, you know, I don't want them to be, you know, thinking I don't care. Mm. Mm. Is it, so is it this? They're always Probably upset. Some belonging the, in we're talking too. about people with a huge need of whatever. Yeah. So they're already, quote unquote, upset. Right. Well, if you just walk past them, they're not upset with you. Exactly. They're just yeah. upset. Yeah. yeah. But if you engage with them, now you've lifted them up a little bit, yeah. but now you're the reason why. Yep. Right. That's exactly why I... Just try not See? to like selfish. Your advice is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is very good advice. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no advice in that. I'm just describing a situation. No, 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 no. no. With the with the put a border boundary. boundary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Do you find Ethan in your school like when you do you do people know you as being somebody who is good at comfort or good at? Meeting people like nobody's going to say, "Oh, that Ethan Her, he's great at meeting emotional needs." <laughs> but like, do people talk to you more than they talk to other people? And if so, do you think that's why? I feel like people do talk to me. I feel like I am kind of the therapist friend, mm-hmm. which I don't mind. Sure, because it's not my drama. You're just, they're just telling me about it. I comfort them, go on with my day. But I hope that they see me as someone they can come to if they have problems. And I will like sit with them and comfort them mm. as much as I can. Unless you're just going to walk on by. <laughs> no, and I think that's it. The more that, you know, Eric and I were talking about a, a professional situation. And like every time we had a new AD at school for me or a principal, like I was the confider guy that they would come up to me. I mean, back in the Peterman days, you know, he would come into the, <laughs> to the gym and talk to me, the athletic director. And then he would walk away and Todd would come up to me and he would say, what was that all about? I'd be like, I have no idea. I didn't understand a word he said. I just sit there and I just listen to him. But yeah. the, the better we get at this, and especially at your age, you know, you're going to stand out. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you're like your friends. You know, if you go to your friends and say, oh, this is the worst and everything else, like you'll get like, oh, that sucks, man. Yeah. <laughs> They're not like, oh man. 
So it's really, we talk about a lot, a cheat code mm-hmm. to, to life. You know, you yeah. want better relationships? Well, you follow these things. So I would continue to do that. Before we, go ahead. Nick definitely can tell because like <laughs> one, t- one time I told him something and he was like, oh, that sucks, man. I'm so sorry. And he was like, oh, wait, I just stole your line. Nice. Aww. Stole the story. Well, no. no, no, no! He didn't steal he the story. Oh, meaning he he stole, he stole your line yeah, he stole yeah. because you always say He's like, that. That's yeah. my comfort line. Yeah, yeah. No, come up with your own, man. Yeah, so that stinks. Yeah, I'm so. sorry. <laughs> As we wrap it up, anything else you want to put out there? Dates of the musical? I don't actually know the dates. Of them. It's the end of April. End of April. End of April. <laughs> that's why we have Marilyn here. She's got yeah. those things. <laughs> um, remember a few weeks ago when you? No. Okay. Never mind. No, go ahead. Uh, at church. You were like, yeah, ask God about like someone who needs you there for them or whatever. Sure. I did that a few nights ago. And? And like immediately after I asked them, he, he, the, the, uh, my friend's name just kept like repeating in my mind. Mm-hmm. And so I just texted him and I was like, hey man, I'm here for you if you need it. God's here. Pray or just text me or whatever. And he was like, hey, thanks, man. Uh, where's this coming from? And I was just, <laughs> I was just, I just wanted to let you know that. Oh, yeah, either of us are here for you if you need it. That's I'm awesome. Sorry. Thank you. That is Aww. awesome. That is awesome. And like he didn't say like, weirdo. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because no. guess what? Nobody says that to him. Yeah. Because you know, guess why? Nobody says that to any of us. Do you right. know that's funny you say that because there's a friend of mine that I've been thinking about. So I texted her a few days ago and I said, hey, you've been on my heart. Just wondered how you were. And she's like, hey, my daughter's having a baby. I can't believe you texted me, whatever. And just. So it's. I think it's going to be something I try to do like once a week or every couple yeah. of weeks. And here's the thing. I had a huge blessing earlier today, but that's another story. But you telling me, hey, that thing you told us about in church, yeah. I did that. That is a huge blessing. Right? Yeah. When people right? say, oh, I heard what you said. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you did that was a huge blessing to him. And what does it cost us? Nothing. And I didn't mean to steal your story. No, no you didn't. Good. You amplified it. Yeah. Thank you. And that's it for episode 228. Please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs) I didn't have a chance to put my makeup on. Is it okay? This guy messages Amy because Amy's doing it. Now you got to deal with me. I mean, for some people, like the learned people, it does. But like for me, <laughs> nah. Where I already went to college thinking I was a nobody. Mm. Not at my age, no. I get so it. the alternative is you avoid them altogether. Well, uh, so then that makes it more about you than about them. Yep. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> hey. Hey. I get it. <laughs>